0: Thank you, right? Are you suggesting that someone's trying to make a real-life sequel? Statue? Who'd want to do that? Sequels suck. Two in the box! Ready to go!
1: We be fast and they be slow! Wow! A second Super Saiyan? Second in order, perhaps, but by no means in stature. Your
0: fight is with me now! And when I kill you, I will have killed the last Jedi!
1: Man, I can't fucking believe this. Another basement, another elevator
0: the same shit happened to the same guy twice. Oh, please, please. By definition alone, they're inferior films. Well, hey, everyone. This is Chris here at Inside the Sequel, the podcast show where we talk about movies, uh, sequel movies that don't get a lo- enough love or attention or maybe they just don't get talked about enough um, after the release. And this is the show where we bring them to light and we acknowledge them and we praise them and, you know, just have really cool people talk about them. Um, but today we have a... Very cool episode. It's one of our first animated movies because we did Trek 2 already, so we have to do another one. Uh, But we are talking about the 2018 Pixar release, the long-anticipated sequel, Incredibles 2. It's time to make some wrong things right. Help me bring supers back into the sunlight. We need to change people's perceptions about superheroes, and Elastigirl is our best play. Better than... Me? <clears throat> Bye, sweetie.
1: I'll watch the kids, no problem.
0: That's not the way you're supposed to do it, Dad. They want us to do it this I
1: don't way. know that way. Why would they change math? Ah, math is math. Okay, math Dad. is math. Hello?
0: Hey, honey. How are the kids? Everything's great. You know, it's crazy, right? To help my family, I got to leave it. To fix the law, I got to break it.
1: You've got to, so our kids can have that choice.
0: Thank you, young man. The screen interrupts this program for an important announcement.
1: Suit up. It might get weird. I'll be there ASAP.
0: Where you going ASAP? You better be back ASAP. And to help talk about this with me is one of the biggest fans of Pixar I know. She wanted to do this episode. I was really happy that she wanted to because you know, she's fun to talk to. I know her pretty well. Um, It is the wife of Daniel Epler, the brain behind the brawn, Stephanie Epler. Why don't you say hi? Hey, Chris. Hey, Steph. So Steph, I've known you as long as I've known Daniel, right? So that's been a while. And it's taking you this long now to be on my podcast. It's taken you four years.
1: You never invited me. I had to invite myself.
0: It's because I'm shy. I don't know how to talk to people.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) This coming from the boy who came over to my townhouse asking for honey when he was sick, like his first week at school.
0: But yes, I was sick. I needed tea and no one would help me. But um, yeah, for anybody who doesn't know my personal life, Steph and I have been friends. At least I think we're still friends since college. We went to college together with Daniel and uh, she's basically been the uh, mother of sorts for me when <laughs> I had really bad adventures in college, and she's always watched movies with me because Daniel has always been the one curating watches for us, if I remember correctly in college.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, he loves telling people what to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's for the best, too. I, I think we watched some crazy stuff. Not as crazy, I think, as that time we watched The Beyond. No, From Beyond. <laughs> um, in our in our fraternity room. It was you, me, and him. I was like, both of us, I think it was our first watch. I was pretty surprised.
1: Yeah, I think I started just, like, cracking up because it felt so insane. I was like, I'm past the point of, like, this being a scary movie, and now it's just hilarious.
0: Yeah, it was really, it was like reanimator of sorts where it's, like, really weird and, like, a lot of practical effects. And then some off-key sexual humor. And I'm like, (laughs) that's kind of (laughs) weird. But it was really good. Yeah, I like that movie a lot, actually. Yeah, and uh, we also have to highlight here because everyone on Twitter loves you too, but it's been two years since you and Daniel have been married, but it feels like four years now because, I mean, weren't you basically married when you met? <laughs> yeah.
1: his uh, Daniel's dad posted something on Facebook like, oh, you're an old married couple now. And I commented, we've been an old married couple since we started dating.
0: It is true. It is true. I always wanted to go out and then it was always one of you two saying you were tired to go out. So, But Steph, what I want to ask you since I have you on here, do you like sequel movies this is a sequel podcast you wanted to talk about one I'm curious I don't think I've ever asked you that
1: um yeah so I like TV series and stuff because I don't have to keep getting to know new characters and so I think that also <laughs> feeds into like sequels and trilogies and whatnot like I don't have to keep getting to know new characters I get to like pick up with these people that I already know I like and uh, just have another story that I'm going to enjoy.
0: That's so good. I've never thought of it that way. But yeah, I'm kind of similar that way. I like to continue on with people. I think that's part of the reason I like shows that are like at 20 minutes, you know, because mm-hmm. you can binge so much. But like these longer episodes on TV, it's like, it's like okay, I got the story with them. Let's, let's yeah. meet someone new.
1: <laughs> yeah, Daniel always says like he doesn't have the patience for a whole TV show. Um, but to me, it's like, Well, you can watch as much of a TV show as you want and then stop. But for a movie, you have to, like, put in all the effort to get to know new characters and figure out, I don't know, where are we now in the world and the genre and whatever. But a TV show, you know, you watch a couple episodes, now you know it, you're comfortable. You can just decide to pick it up anytime you want.
0: That's true. That's very true. I just... Dang, of course it takes a smart person to explain it in a, in the best way possible <laughs> on like TV shows and like sequels like that. That's honest. I, I never thought to think of it like that. Um, but do you have any like favorite sequel movies? Like okay, so we're going to be talking about uh, Incredibles 2. Obviously, Pixar you love Pixar movies and they have so many sequels that are actually pretty rock solid. So, do you have any in, in like particular you want to shout out that you actually really like?
1: Uh in regards to pixar um i really love finding dory uh i remember when that came out i it was over the summer so i didn't really have any friends because all my friends were from college and i didn't have anybody to go see it with me so i went and i saw it by myself and i that wasn't the first movie i saw by myself i think the first movie i saw by myself was inside out which was also such a good movie to see but yeah, I was so excited for Finding Dory. I just went by myself; didn't want to wait for anybody, and
0: I right. loved it. I cried. I cried during Finding Dory. Is it crazy? I haven't even seen Inside Out yet. You've not seen Inside I know- Out. I have it. I've Chris, been. I've why been are so we
1: friends, Chris? <laughs> I
0: okay. So <sighs> you, you know, like my thing with like Pixar and like Disney, mostly just Disney. I have no problems with Pixar, I should say, but I guess I associate it with Disney um i've missed out on a lot of those movies um i really just re a lot i'm so nostalgic with my pixar i just re like the same ones i grew up watching the most <laughs> like on like vhs and dvd and then like with the newer ones i it was really hard for me to go out and like just watch them i don't know why so i feel like i did miss out
1: Okay. Right, well as soon as we're done with this podcast you have to hang up and then drive up here and we're watching inside out tonight
0: yeah, I remember one time in college, I don't know what it was about Finding Dory, but there was like something we were talking about with Finding Dory, and you're like, I have to watch it. And I think Dana just went out and bought you the Blu-ray or something.
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I know he got me a stuffed Dory for like my birthday or Valentine's Day or something. I remember really, that really dude, yeah,
0: I, yeah. He he took me with him, and he's like, do you think <laughs> stuff would like this? I'm like, I think anything Finding Dory stuff would like. Aw. Uh, but uh, okay, so that's good. Um. So what have you been watching lately? So you don't have a letterbox. I think most people on Twitter would find it really cool. If you had a letterbox, you can join the, like Daniel and I in like rating movies. And then that's the way I can stalk both of you instead of just Daniel, because I know like (laughs) when Daniel will post like a letterbox review, I'm like, I feel like he watched that with Steph too. And then there'll be a review or rating on that. So now if you have your own, I can stalk both of you on there. Well, I
1: know when Daniel was seeing movies in the theater, he would note which ones he saw with me in, on his letterbox. Um, so you could have seen them. I don't think he does if he just watches them at home. But I don't know. I guess I've never really put that much effort into movies. It feels like a lot to watch a movie and then decide, how much did I like this? What's the star rating? I just want to be like... I enjoyed the time I spent watching that and then let it go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that is fair. Cause like, I've been really bad about updating my ladder box. Cause I do get overwhelmed very easily on it. And it's not just like the rating, but it's like, you, you can do like lists and you can do like diaries and stuff too. And I'm just like, Huh? like I want to do this and I want to do that and it's like I just watched this and I need to write about that and it's just like I don't know especially when it's a movie like you didn't do too well on and you have to you want to write a review and it's like this feels like self-assigned homework in a way
1: but then yeah. again nobody's
0: really asking you to do it at all so it's like oh, superficial
1: yeah I'm bad enough at updating my goodreads when I read a book oh you're trying really? to make me update something else now
0: oh Dang, maybe you wrote, like, a Goodreads review that helped me on, like, a paper one time in high school or college, possibly. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I did assignments in college. Um, well, what have you been watching lately? Uh, Christmas stuff, I'm going to guess? Oh, pretty much
1: exclusively Christmas stuff. Um, well, right before we started recording, I was watching Elf. <laughs> uh it's elf is a comfort movie for me and i spent like two or three hours this morning working and it's sunday so i was mad about that so mm. i was like i just want to watch elf and so i did mm-hmm. um last night dana and i watched Anna and the apocalypse Rewatched, i guess because we watched it last year
0: i think oh did you like it i haven't seen it and i know our friend seth had really wanted to see it and i don't think he actually ended up getting to but it seemed like such a cool idea for a movie
1: Yeah, I like it. Uh, I've liked it both times we watched it. It's kind of a musical, which is fun. I like musicals, and so I think it's, you know, every once in a while you get a little musical number that you can break for, Um, but it's also a Christmas zombie movie. So, I mean, what's not
0: not to love? Right. (laughs) So with Christmas movies, when do you start watching your Christmas movies? Like, do you just start Um... as soon as October ends, or, like, do you, like... He's into it. What's up?
1: I definitely watched the newest Grinch movie in October, I think. <laughs> September or October, for sure. Way before <laughs> the season should have started.
0: Yeah, I, I heard you really love that movie, and I haven't seen it yet. I always thought it was so weird. It When it first came out in theaters, it didn't come out in December. It came out in, like, November.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing about that is it fixes all the things that the live-action Grinch does wrong.
0: Oh, explain.
1: Well, I feel like the live action Grinch the the who's are too mean. Like the whole point of it is it's supposed to be the Grinch feels bad about Christmas because of his past, but then when he takes Christmas away, he realizes oh they have Christmas spirit still. It's not still about uh whatever they get, you know, gifts and stuff. Yeah. But in the live action Grinch like they're they're still just so mean to him it feels like and I don't know. You don't really feel that Christmas spirit from Whoville. It feels way too busy and everything. But in yeah, the newest true. animated one, you definitely feel that, like, you know, Christmas love and acceptance and everything. It's just nice. I like it.
0: Interesting. I kind of like that because I'm not a big fan of that live action Grinch movie. I think probably because of that. Like the backstory stuff of the Grinch is just so weird and off putting. I guess yeah. for like a quote unquote kids movie, but I guess it's for adults too. Cause there's a lot of adult humor in it. Um, and Jim, just Jim Carrey's performances. I don't know. I've never been the biggest fan of Jim Carrey, but who voices the Grinch in the new one in that Illuminations one? Oh, I you have know? no idea. I'm sorry. No. no, it's okay. I didn't know either, but I don't know. When I saw the trailer, he seemed like he'd be more, inter- it seemed like a more interesting take on the character. Did you like watching, like, that old, like, animated one, like, on TV growing up? Because that's, like, my favorite.
1: Yeah, that's my dad's, like, favorite Christmas movie because my dad is kind of a Grinch. He, I don't know why, you know, he gets really mad when Christmas steps on Thanksgiving's toes. And I don't know. I think he feels like Christmas has become a little too commercialized. And so it makes him just not like it in general. Um, But Mm -hmm. he's always loved the Grinch. We always watch it um on christmas eve because there's the line that the grinch says tomorrow is christmas it's practically here and so you know you have to watch it when tomorrow is christmas uh and we've just always done that so i do have fond memories of that one
0: awesome yeah that's what a lot of us say like last minute when we're doing christmas shopping on christmas eve um I used to love watching that on TV all the time. Like, I think I was talking, uh, I forgot who I was talking to about, like uh the Charlie Brown Christmas. And I was like, Are you a fan of that? Because like I like it was on TV, but I never really paid attention to the Charlie Brown Christmas movie that much. But when the Grinch one came on, I was always like about that. And I think because it's kind of scary at points, like when he's like having that awful grin and everything, it's just so creepy and cool. And I think just the weird kid that I was, I was like, Oh, this is so good.
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: Yeah, but oh, no, that's good so
1: Sorry, I looked it up. Oh. The 2018 Grinch is voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch, which I knew, I just couldn't remember.
0: Really? Yeah. Ooh. Okay, I, I definitely think I need to watch that this Christmas then. I should be watching Christmas movies right now. Um Absolutely. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I've been been spoon-fed some Hallmark movies for Christmas <laughs> lately. But, uh... <laughs> All right, you know what, this is gonna be the first time we talk about Hallmark movies on Inside the Sequel. Um, where, where where do they come up with these concepts for these movies? I'm I, you're, You you kind of like these Hallmark movies, right?
1: Uh, a couple. There, yeah. I did watch one a couple of days ago. Uh, I don't remember if it was Hallmark or Lifetime, but it's called Candy Cane Christmas. And it has uh-huh. Beverly Mitchell in it, who plays a girl on Seventh Heaven. And I was obsessed with Seventh Heaven when I was a kid. Oh, so I was like, well, oh, I've got a to- I've got to watch this. And it, was, it wasn't bad for a Hallmark-esque Christmas movie. It was not bad. I'll give it that.
0: There are a few. Like, there's one, like, with, like, a dollhouse that's, like, magic. This girl got from, like, her grandmother. And that one's pretty good. I like that one. I think it's, like, 11 Days of Christmas, maybe. I like that movie. And then there's one oh boy. I'm trying to think. It's, like, like a parade Hallmark movie, if I remember correctly. I think it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, but it's like a—it's about a parade and like this girl falls in love with a guy.
1: I don't—I haven't watched Hallmark movies since I had to watch them with my mom for the most part. Like, I'll mm-hmm. watch a couple if, like, I don't know, they look interesting. Like I said, they have an actress or actor I want to see or something. So I'm not super up to date on Hallmark movies.
0: Mm, yeah, I—I I don't know. I, it just seems like. They all kind of blend together at some point.
1: <laughs> yes, they have very similar plots. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now we did just watch Twelve Dates of Christmas again recently, which is one of Daniel's favorites, and it's also kind of hallmarky. I I don't know. I don't know if it's actually Hallmark or if it's Netflix or what, but Daniel loves it. Do they have all a
0: streaming service? I'm curious. Or are they just all on Netflix? Uh,
1: I think I have gotten like advertisements for a you know Hallmark Lifetime kind of streaming service. And obviously the advertisements are based around Christmas because that's the only reason you want to watch those things. <laughs> um, right. And it's like $6.99 or something.
0: Right. Hmm. Interesting. So- when we talk about today's episode with Incredibles 2, I did mean to ask Steph, um, do, like, do you remember a time like where you didn't watch a Pixar movie? Because I feel like growing up, you were like all about them. Unless I could be wrong, and you just started watching them um, a lot later.
1: Um, I mean, when I was growing up, my dad pretty much picked all the movies that we watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we watched them some. Obviously, I did watch like the Incredibles before the Incredibles two came out. You know, I watched that as a kid and I think we watched finding Nemo and everything. I think the thing that's different about my experience than most kids is I didn't end up rewatching a lot of Pixar movies over and over. Uh-huh. Uh, probably because like by the time I was old enough to kind of decide the things I rewatched over and over, I was rewatching other things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mostly the back to the future trilogy that's what i watched over and over and over (laughs) um so yeah i have seen a lot of pixar movies growing up but i just didn't have like the i'm obsessed with this movie and i watch it every day kind of experience with them right
0: okay cool so you weren't like those people on facebook who were like incredibles 2 is coming out this is for people my age so keep parents keep your kids at home so i can watch it I was
1: super excited for Incredibles 2 and I'm not entirely sure why because I rewatched the first Incredibles like mm-hmm. around the time it came out and I didn't remember all of it you know it's not like I had the whole thing memorized So, but I was super excited for Incredibles 2 for some reason uh, to the point where when it started playing in the theater, I started crying just because (laughs) I was so excited to be watching it. So,
0: Yeah, it starts off with a bang is I think that's really and it took 14 years. I'm still curious why it took 14 years for a Pixar sequel movie to come out, even though there's so many Disney sequels that come out all the time and they're like not as good.
1: Yeah. And it clearly feels like it's set up for a sequel, you know, Mm -hmm. like they end it with the uh, whatever the the new thing that they have. to. Yes, the Underminer. And so it's it's set up for a sequel. So you'd think if they were planning a sequel, it wouldn't have taken them so long. Um, But yeah, it's kind of odd.
0: Yeah, that's like one thing I, I always have to think in my head. And I think about the future. Like, how do we explain to future people? Like, yeah, it took 14 years for an Incredibles sequel to come out, you know? Even though <laughs> Aladdin got two more sequels right after the original Aladdin movie came out. And then Trek got two, like, how many more sequels after? And you get all these animated movies. And Incredibles 2 couldn't. Um, When the first Incredibles came out, I loved it. It was like one of my favorite Pixar movies growing up. I'm not going to lie. I think it's, it's just because like it combines, like, a bunch of, like, the, the action and, like, the superhero elements of it. And then you had like, those Spider-Man movies coming out around the same time. And, like, those X-Men movies. So, it felt kind of nice. And it was just a really pretty-looking movie. Yeah. Did you have, like, a favorite Pixar movie growing up?
1: I don't know that I really did. I didn't watch a ton of movies, like, specifically for me. I, I, I think I watched, like, TV shows a lot. like. hmm I watched a lot of Barney, a lot of what else? Did I watched Winnie the Pooh, um, Little Bear,
0: Little Franklin,
1: Bears. all those kind of things. I watched those a lot more than I watched like movies.
0: Yeah. Do you remember? Okay, so Disney Plus when Seth had it because I, I I will be caught dead then like subscribing to Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> but I noticed when Seth had Disney Plus and I I kind of browsed through their catalog. They had. Um, all those Winnie the Pooh TV episodes. Do you remember that TV show for Winnie oh, the Pooh? Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Okay, I used to have like VHSs of that show. Oh, yeah, we me too. But like, I love that. I was like, oh, I, it's like so nostalgic. Like, I, I can't even remember that theme song, but like. <sighs> gotta get up, I gotta get going. I'm gonna see a friend of mine. He's rough and he's fuzzy. I love him because he's just Boo Winnie the Pooh. back episodes it was like so fun for me
1: (laughs) i watched one of those episodes recently which i mentioned in a podcast of daniels that i was on um i think it was the halloween one there Mm -hmm. was a movie we watched that reminded me of one of those episodes so i had to watch the episode (laughs) and of course it didn't hold up because i'm not five years old anymore but (laughs) i watched
0: it right i remember one episode like was my favorite from that show where it was like they all like go to the grocery store or like they travel to the grocery store and it just did not work out. It stressed me the fuck out. Like, I don't remember that one. I don't know. It's like my whole childhood is just like, like little snippets of like TV or movie episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when goes to the grocery store, I swear to God, that's what they did. Ah, <laughs> uh, but man. Uh, okay. So when it comes to like Pixar movies though, like growing up, I definitely would say like toy store was like my favorite though
1: that's fair they're pretty good i feel like tons of tons of pixar movies hold up as an adult too like i'll re-watch them and i'm like i i still enjoy this you know i i'm not sitting here thinking this really isn't for me
0: <laughs> yeah i and i think that's why people love pixar almost more than like just like disney as a parent company they're like i like pixar you know because i think yeah. it's so smart you know and the animation's way better um there are a few I haven't seen, like I said, like uh, Inside Out, I haven't seen. I haven't seen The Little Dinosaur. Um, I haven't seen Finding Dory, you know. I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> You're not the first. That's usually <laughs> what guests say when they come on this show. Like, <laughs> Mitch, like, <laughs> like Mitch from the territory, when he was on here, he was just like, when as soon as I started talking, he's like, good God, why did I decide to go on here? Like, it was just crazy. <laughs> I think he's scarred. Um, but no, let's let's get into uh some incredible stuff. So do you remember the first time when you watched Incredibles? Like what were your initial thoughts?
1: I don't remember the first time I watched it because I was probably pretty young. But I do remember re-watching it pretty fresh, you know, not remembering much about it. Um and I i thought it was super good
0: um it's like a superhero movie and it's like you know obviously got like little kid boys loved superheroes i think growing up and i'm like i'm curious to see like what the females take on it you know because i feel like there's so many girls that also love incredibles
1: that's fair i think with a lot of normal like other superhero movies it's you know Men, I guess is the best way to say it. And with The Incredibles, you get the aspect of a whole family with um, men and women and boys and girls and everything, you know. And I think that really helps girls to enjoy it, too. I... I feel like that a lot. Like I will watch some superhero movies and not give a crap about them. And then yes. I'll watch like wonder woman and think it's amazing. And I think it's yeah. just, it's just because it's a woman and I can relate to that more. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you get that as a child and you, and up as into an adult, obviously. Um, so I think having that it's also children in this is super relatable and can help kids like it more.
0: Yeah, I definitely thought I I liked Elastigirl more when I first saw <laughs> that movie. As like as a kid, I like her powers more. I think she's cool. Her accent is is better. You know, I just like the way she spoke more than just you know Bob, Mr. Incredible. Um, and you know, Violet's powers were really cool too. So like the the invisibility with the telekinetic was so fun versus just Dash being fast. You know, I don't yeah, know. I, I just don't... always thought that was really more interesting. Um, and you get that with Incredibles too, because the movie is all about Elastigirl and I think that's why I was really excited too for the sequel was because I loved her character
1: yeah yeah I remember being super into Violet because I don't know I was also like a shy girl who wore my hair in front of my face <laughs> and I would have loved to be able to disappear so yeah I was totally into her even yeah, like <laughs> as a teenager
0: all those MCR fans were all about Violet there, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is a good point that when she like sh- like hides her head when her crush looks her way. <laughs> I'm like, boy, I know there's so many people who wish they were like that right now. And it's like, <laughs> he looked at me. And when in the
1: second movie, when he doesn't show up for the date and she walks mm-hmm. out invisible to go get her ice cream, oh, there are so many times <laughs> I wish I could have invisibly walked to the fridge to go get ice cream. Uh- <laughs> That's so, it's so <laughs> true.
0: Oh man. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, inc- yeah, that's so true. Like I you see I think we relate to like certain like that's what I think I loved about The Incredibles like I relate so much more to the side characters than like the main character, which I think is just Mr. Incredible because the movie starts off with him and talking about like him getting married and all this other stuff. But I really just care about all the other people. Like I think I like frozone even more, you know, like in his hilarious bits.
1: I love Frozone's wife.
0: Yes. Yeah, we never get to see her. Wow. No, but
1: she's so sassy. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I, I'm trying to think of like that point um, like where he says something about the city's in danger and she's like, I'm in danger. <laughs> My
1: night's in danger. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, but So you said you cried when Incredibles 2 like, opened up, right? I did.
1: I was just yeah. so happy to be seeing it.
0: Hmm. were you happy like because the movie starts off immediately right after the first movie it's like 14 years later we're right back where the first one ended i love that i'm so glad they stuck with that
1: yeah i didn't actually notice that at first because i didn't re-watch the first one like close enough to when i saw the sequel so i didn't even think about that which mm-hmm. is fine it still worked which is you know a sign of a good sequel is don't you don't have to remember the first one the whole time Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I didn't even realize that. But then when I did realize it, I was like, oh, wow. You know, they picked up immediately where it left off. And I think there are a couple of times in, like, the family's conversation where that timeline doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, Like, in the first one, they've just kind of been able to first use their powers. You know, the kids have. And then in the second one, they're talking about, like, I don't know. Something about when they're able to use their powers and they're like, Oh, we've talked about this, but that doesn't make sense in the timeline. They haven't had time to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. So just little things like that. Um, but again, I didn't notice that until I literally watched them back to back the last couple of days. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and that's the tough part when you start off a movie right after the first one you have to like keep in mind that timeline and i feel bad for the incredibles family because like right after the first movie they have to fight another villain who in the second one is obviously a pain in the ass to deal with (sighs) and then they're immediately thrown into what the first movie started off with with like the superheroes being painted in a bad light Mm -hmm. you know and then they lose their house on top of that from the first movie and they have to live in a cheap motel and it's like Boy, this family can catch a break. But then they get
1: that badass house. They've got yeah,s inside,
0: yeah. I, yeah, I thought that was a really good direction. I, I thought it was pretty timely, too. I think that's why I really like the sequel. It's like it's because like it's after like the MCU movies have like been rolled out, and, you know, whatever Justice League was doing at the time, um, <laughs> where it's so like self-aware of like the superhero genre and like, just like the media and like the things going on in the world in 2018 which is a crazy time when you think about it now um and it's so like aware way more than like that first movie ever was i think yeah. that kind of works yeah yeah i don't i just i don't know i i wish they kind of were gonna do like a mcu like like acknowledgement since that by that time when the sequel came out the disney owned marvel you know it would yeah. be crazy to see like a an pixar animated marvel character oh, that would be interesting that's, like a
1: crossover
0: yeah I, I that's probably just the fanboy and me just hoping that would <laughs> happen but it probably would not have made sense um but i love the animation style it looks so good like when i look back and watch the incredible like when i watch the first one again the animation style in that second one is gorgeous compared to the first one oh yeah it's like you
1: know, that's not something I really pay attention to. So that's really? interesting that you point
0: that out. Well, when I think of like animation from like Pixar, I think like the best looking Pixar movie was like door like Finding Nemo, you know? I think that yeah. movie was like so colorful, looks so good. Um, and I never thought like any other movie really kind of looked as good as that from Pixar. And uh but Incredibles 2 I think works just is good because like it's such updated technology. That's fair. Mhm. So with Incredibles 2, um what did you think of like the story? Cuz like I know like some people were like, "Oh, it it's not as still as good as the first movie," but like I I kind of feel like sometimes that's nostalgia.
1: Yeah, I think I agree cuz I don't I I might even like the second one better, honestly. Yeah, I think I just like the story of the second one better, and I'm not entirely sure why, um but I do.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's better for I don't know, cause like in the first one with Mister Incredible going to the island with Syndrome, who's such an obvious bad guy, um, like you know he's seeing like all these superheroes being killed off and stuff like that, and he's basically has to stop them. Like people think that works more, and I think it does work pretty well. And but I, by this time now, Syndrome to me is just like a toxic, like. Comic book movie fan, you know, like that's what I picture him is like if in the real world syndrome would be uh, a Zack Snyder cut fan, you know, <laughs> or something like that, uh, which I'm not dissing because I'm excited for that Snyder cut release, too. Trust me. Uh, but I don't know. It's just so weird and in uh, and like just the obsessive obsessiveness of like a superhero or like a celebrity like that first one does. But the second one, it's a little bit more like, again, keeping superheroes in the world, real world. And the media just kind of turning it to these people helping people and maybe painting them in the light where they're not helping people, you know? And I think that kind of, that that question works a lot better. Maybe just because it was in 2018. But I think that nostalgia-ness from that first one doesn't work as much on me. Even though I love that first movie, the second one I like just a little bit more what it's trying to say. And I just like Elastigirl's Adventure more, too.
1: Yeah, I guess I don't really like syndrome as a villain because i mean they show his villain origin story is just he wants to be like mr incredible but he literally gets in the way and mr incredible has to be like hey you're in the way and then that somehow shaped him into a villain (laughs) like it's not like he saw mr incredible on the street and was like oh i love you so much and he was like well screw you i don't like you you know he (laughs) literally got in the way and caused some problem i and just having that form such a major villain seems like an odd story to me, i guess
0: yeah, it's like, I think it just it goes into like the fandom of a celebrity, you know, yeah, like, how many crazy people love a celebrity so much they do insane things for it, you know yeah. Oof. <laughs> right, yeah, it's like <laughs> if I ever saw like a celebrity I'd be freaking out um <laughs> But I like in Incredibles, too, you know, Elastigirl, like the stories like around Elastigirl being like the promoter in the media, which I think is more timely of like giving superheroes a better light, you know, and like God knows. So like with the media and like painting things in a positive or negative light night is so, you know, it's so like tricky. And I think this movie is like pretty informational for like people in like especially kids in this way to like. You know, like, there's always two sides to something, but, like, you know, you can't always just buy everything that somebody's giving you. Um, and again, uh, I think Syndrome is a good villain. Now the Screenslaver in Incredibles 2 is a little interesting. Um, I, I'm curious to, th- to think uh, to hear your thoughts on that because I liked Screenslaver the first time I watched it. The second time, I like the character behind Screenslaver more. But I do think the Screenslaver looks a lot cooler than syndrome like with the mesmerizing animation i think that's pretty cool
1: yeah that's fair um i don't know i guess i've never had negative thoughts about the screen slaver uh villain i i did have you know negative thoughts about syndrome i thought that was kind of a weird villain (laughs) but but yeah i think it's an interesting i don't know if it's a comment on you know, us getting too engrossed in technology and <laughs> becoming zombies to the real world or anything weird like that. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I think I think it's a good villain. I think I think I agree with you that the actual person behind Screen Slaver makes a more interesting villain, but you know, mm-hmm. people always make more interesting, whatever, than...
0: Right, well, I mean, it, it basically puts it out, like, Evelyn is the bad guy. Like, so immediately into the movie. It's yeah. Like, but it's like, I feel like that's how they did it with Syndrome, too, because I watched, like, Lord knows how many YouTube videos are of, like, why Syndrome's a better villain because of his origin. But it's like, <laughs> you watch The Incredibles, it's so obvious that that uh, Buddy is going to become the villain of the movie. Like, who else is it going to be, you know? <laughs> And in I guess this movie, I don't go
1: into movies like thinking, okay, who's going to be the villain? Right. You know, until they reveal it.
0: Right. It, it's for us kids who had action figures in comic books, I think maybe. We're just too obsessed with the villain. You know, the whole Joker syndrome now, uh, <laughs> where we like the villain more than the hero. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I, I really hope um, I can get a Joker 2 sequel like they had thought so I can talk about it on this podcast. I'd be actually really excited for that. <laughs> oh okay yeah i'll probably have to have daniel on here for that one though because he loves the Joker so much (laughs) no he
1: doesn't no
0: he he doesn't look at his letterbox i think the run i think if any of our friends like love the joker the most it'd probably be nathan because nathan's quoting it all the time
1: is he really
0: (laughs) he might say it's me but i really think it's him (laughs) or daniel (gasps) daniel's sharing memes all the time of the joker i swear yeah, I think he shares
1: them ironically.
0: Oh, you see, I, I can't I can't read that through text. I just think, oh cool, another Joker meme. <laughs> I have some bad news for you. <laughs> this is the last time we'll be meeting. You don't listen to do you. You just ask the same questions every
1: week. How's your job? Are you having any negative thoughts? All I have are negative thoughts.
0: Uh, but so you rewatched both of these. Did you watch them back to back? Or did you take a couple days in between? Like, let's, let's, I want to see insight onto that.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, I started watching the first one Thursday night, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't finish it. And then yesterday I finished it and then immediately watched the second one
0: so did which one did you find it easier to go through more
1: um I mean that's kind of hard to say because like I stopped early Thursday night because I just got so tired so yeah. that I mean it's harder to go through a movie when you're tired <laughs> True. um and then yesterday when I was watching them I was sad so that doesn't really help either <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait you don't stay up till like three or four in the morning watching movies like I do? What the heck? I,
1: you know, I start getting ready for bed at like nine (laughs) (laughs) o'clock.
0: I am an old woman. Oh man. It's like, I feel bad and alone at like midnight or 1am because it's like, Oh, everyone's asleep, and I want to watch a movie and talk about it, but no one's up for it. And it's like, all right, watch another movie then and fall asleep.
1: <laughs> I feel bad and alone all the time.
0: Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the show where everyone admits that. Every guess <laughs> is that at some point. You just make I mean,
1: people feel so comfortable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I doubt that. um Oh, but Steph, so incredible. I'm glad you talked about Incredibles 2 with me because. I've always been of the opinion I like the second one more, and I thought it was way worth the wait. In fact, the wait was maybe too long, but I'm just glad we got it for Incredibles 2. I seriously think the nostalgia plays a big part in that first one, which I don't think is a bad thing because nostalgia sells so well. Um, But I think just from a technical standpoint, story standpoint, I just love the second one more.
1: Yeah, I think part of the reason I like the second one more is also seeing... Mr. Incredible like be a dad I guess because he has to be a stay-at-home dad for a while and there's this line where he's like we needed double-a batteries but I got triple-a and now we still need double-a batteries and I was just like oh that's such a mood why is that such a mood
0: right and you have two cats so basically the equivalent of like a jack jack possibly too right
1: oh absolutely they're a mess
0: i love how jack jack had like a a better like role in this movie he was so cute oh yeah
1: i love all of his powers i love that like mr incredible stacks like a table and a bunch of books on his crib and then he still gets out and he doesn't realize that's because he can literally go through walls it's just so (laughs) funny
0: yeah, and that humor. Yeah, the humor is so much better, I think, in the second one, too. It's so, I don't know. I think it's just because it's updated humor, you know? Yeah. That's what I think Just Incredible just is more updated. That's fair. hmm So, Steph, um, are there any other Pixar movies you plan to watch in the future?
1: Oh, no. Or do you have, like, uh, your
0: Pixar movies you, like, you have to watch at certain times of the year?
1: Well, now you've made me want to rewatch Inside Out, <laughs> so I guess I'm going to have to do that.
0: Okay, um, well I'll have to join know. you two to watch yeah. that
1: one. You have to come watch Inside Out and Finding Dory because they're both amazing and they both make me cry.
0: Oh man, I don't know if I'm ready to cry. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I was like you with Toy Story 4. As soon as that opening for Toy Story 4 happened, I was already crying.
1: <laughs> oh, I love Toy Story 4. I love Forky because yeah. he thinks he's trash just like I am. <laughs> and I just feel that so hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah mood right I, I i just was like i see uh the rc trapped in the gutter in the opening and i'm like no because <laughs> like i i had like toy cars as a kid and i'm like i don't yeah. want to leave it all rain <laughs> <laughs> oh um, yeah oh, the
1: movie's so good
0: yes toy story 4 i think is way better than 3 too hot take i don't even know if that's a hot take i think it should be the normal take <laughs>
1: I just, I have never been able to like rank all the Toy Story movies. I'm bad at ranking movies in general. Like Daniel asked me to say, like, what's your favorite, whatever. And I just can't. I just, I want to give everything all the love it deserves.
0: <laughs> you know, I wish, I wish we were all like that. Cause you know, <laughs> Daniel and all of us, like, we like to put guns to each other's heads and we'll be like, rank the movies now Ugh. and post it on Twitter. <laughs>
1: I know he always does that like top 10 at the end of the year of all the movies that came out that year. And yeah, so yeah. I like to do my top 10 too, but it's just so hard. And <laughs> like, he'll go through the movies with me and he'll be like, okay, these are all the ones you watched. And I'll try to like cut some out. And then later he'll be like, do you want to cut this out? And I'll be like, no, I like that one. And he's like, you didn't like it when we watched it. And I was like, oh, but I want to like it. I want <laughs> to give it love.
0: That is such the worst. When you watch a movie and you want to love it, and you just cannot give it the love it deserves because yeah. it doesn't give you enough. It's like that bad high school boyfriend or girlfriend you had, you know? Like mm-hmm. I liked him and, or I liked her and she was great, but you know, <laughs> just didn't work out. Oof. Yeah, probably sounds. Don't like need my to be awesome. thinking about that yeah. right now. Oh, oh. God. Yeah, it's the holidays. There's a lot of single people out there. You know, I'm sure oh. they're going through that don't well, go I'm back not one of them. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, Steph, it was really fun to have you on here as a first-time guest. One of my favorites. I'm glad we got to talk about Incredibles 2. Um, but I definitely think you need to be back on here. Maybe when I watch Finding Dory? Question mark? Okay. I can't promise when that'll be though.
1: I'll be your Pixar aficionado.
0: Uh, I don't know. yeah, Pixar. It's like There's like a group of like people my age who like they grew up watching every fucking single one of them. And it's like, (laughs) sorry, I didn't get to have that luxury to see every single Pixar movie growing up. You know, we had to rewatch the same ones we had all the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we didn't go to the theater a lot when I was a kid. So it was whatever came on Dish Network.
0: Dish. Do you remember cable TV? And now that we have all these streaming services. All right. Well, Steph. Um, if anybody wants to talk to you I'm sure you're more popular than me on Twitter anyway but just in case um, where can people find you for your thoughts and your opinions in that soon to come book
1: Uh, yeah you can find me on both Instagram and Twitter at Stephanie Epler and that's Stephanie with an F
0: yes don't forget that don't be a (laughs) sheep and just put it with the PH Uh, but uh, anyway thanks so much Steph for being on here and talking about it with me I'm so excited um, to have you on here again And maybe we'll have Daniel on here too to chime in. We'll see. Um, But if you enjoyed this episode, I definitely recommend people check out the podcast Twitter. It's on InsideSQL at Twitter um you can follow me at hertastic underscore chris um you can check me out on instagram but honestly just lame pictures with really cheesy captions on there so you don't waste your time there um don't forget to check out the youtube channel at hertastic reviews um but this has been uh inside the sequel and remember if you're not watching the incredibles 2 and pixar films i'm curious do you even like films but anyway we'll see you next time